Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Taco Tuesday. Alex Padilla, at Alex Padilla 86 Aaron Larsoul filling in for Alex Regla today. Aaron, first of all, thank you for doing this. How are you today, man? Tonight. Hey, you know what? Uh... Uh, well, my answer to that is always better than I deserve whenever anybody asks me how I'm doing. But after AD coming back and after that performance tonight, I, I that is legitimate. And it was uh, it was good to see. So I'm, do- I'm doing yeah. well. I have been blessed to be able to do postgame shows for the two biggest wins of the season against the Jazz and now yeah, against the Nets. One. So yeah, this is a good one. This I don't I think I would listen. We don't need to rank wins that we're going to talk about this win. But, you know, the let's be real. Brooklyn didn't have KD. They don't have Kyrie and Harris is still out as well, but still I would say just your first impression. They look pretty damn good tonight. The Lakers. And it's very rare that we've been able to say that they did look good. Um, you know, <laughs> there there's like, there's two things kind of here and they both relate to Anthony Davis. One is Anthony Davis is really good at basketball. And so having him back, um, matters mm-hmm. um and then the other part of it is in addition to anthony davis being really good at basketball anthony davis being back kind of puts guys in the role that they were envisioned in um right. uh kind of a slotting thing and so th- i think that was was pretty apparent tonight too um and both of those things relate to anthony davis and and ad has been out for a while and and you know, has not been as available as the team would like, as fans would like, right. but he, he kind of showed you, I mean, Anthony Davis was good. He wasn't, it wasn't like a bubble AD performance, but he showed you why AD is AD. Right. I think the biggest difference for me, and, and I don't know if you agree with this is he just clears so much space for other guys like Malik Monk today. How many open shots did he have tonight? All like, Mal- yeah, like Malik, I, like when you have Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James on the floor, the other two guys are going to be open and Malik Monk is one of the few guys on the team that can capitalize on that and make shots like he did tonight, six of 12 from three, 22 points. And yep. AD just makes the biggest difference in the world. I mean, we didn't see Dwight Howard. We haven't seen DeAndre Jordan. We didn't even see Trevor Ariza tonight. No. And, and uh, shout out Lakers guru on Twitter, who I believe now needs to get a Vogel tattoo on his back because, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Trev didn't play any minutes tonight. I saw that from your Twitter account saying that if Ariza gets no minutes tonight, I'm getting a neck tattoo. And well, was it a neck tattoo? I thought oh, was it was it on a his neck back. or a back. I'm I don't know, but either it. way, I, you know, I want it to be a neck tattoo. I dude, either way is right. Cause he, he it don't look good. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'll get Vogel tatted on my back if Ariza, if Ariza plays zero minutes tonight. That's yeah. the Guru Lakers. Yeah. And Trevor Ariza played zero minutes tonight. Coach's yeah. decision. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to know if it's going to be like, you know how some guys will get a um, on their back, they'll get a name on generally their own name on their back. Right. Like it's their jersey, right? And if they'll mm-hmm. have it kind of arched on the top of his back or, yeah, I don't know. But this is, um, I actually want it to be. I want it to be on his neck. I think that's more interesting, but yeah, it's well, less, I mean, less, 
it's yeah, less it's, hideable because people don't wear turtlenecks anymore. If he goes with like a you know Ben Affleck massive dragon tattoo, that'd be cool. Do you know like I'm a with that also Vogel on the back in old I'm English? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> in old English, that's good. I'm with I'm with that too. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean so today, I mean that is the story of the game. Anthony Davis, uh, first minutes, seventeen games off, and he comes back, plays twenty five, got in foul trouble early, so. You know, he didn't really get into a big rhythm, but he did come in and score the first four points of the game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And like we said, he just opened things up. But, man, I wrote down some things today, dude. I don't know how, like, the only time I ever write things down is when I got to do a podcast after because I want to, like, remember some things. Yeah. First of all, yes, AD's back. But LeBron James, what he's doing right now, he has scored 25 points for 18 straight games. That is the longest streak in his entire career. The man is 37 years old. Yeah, as it turns out, he's pretty good at basketball. Yeah. Um, and and those I know two it, uh, steel dunks back to back in the fourth quarter. That really kind of, the momentum was just gone after that. It just feel like that sealed the game for the Lakers. He was incredible. Again. They, you know, what else was interesting was, and, you know, I have, I have notes too because I'm a weirdo, but um, the third quarter, the Lakers have struggled in the third quarter throughout the season mm-hmm. and did so again today. And then you could kind of see LeBron just saying, okay, enough of this. Um, right. Like, and you, you, the word you used is momentum. And I think that's a good word for it. LeBron just kind of said, nah, that's enough of that. Right. And f- like physically and emotionally snatched the momentum back for the Lakers. As it turns out, he's good at basketball. Yeah. turns out uh, if I tell you, if I were to tell anybody that the Lakers are going to score 14 points in the fourth quarter and still win by double digits, you think yeah. I was drunk. You think yeah. I'd be hammered? I mean, you right might now. be. Yeah, but... I'm not. But I mean, no. you, that probably sound like I did because that's exactly what they did. So they scored 14 points fourth quarter and they still won by 10. Um, but yeah, LeBron, just ridiculous. This, and unfortunately for the Lakers, dude, it it hasn't translated to wins. This streak that he's on, right? And you know, like I think we're gonna we're gonna always have excuses for the first half of the season. You know, they're 24 and 24 right now. And we could always have excuses, whether it be late. Hey, LeBron missed a bunch of games. AD's missed a bunch of games. Right. COVID, everybody missed games. Right. And now I think, did we finally see, like the fight? Was it what was it called? Like the death lineup? Did we finally get it? Did we get AD, Braun, Reeves, Stanley, and Russ? Is that the five that we're going to be closing games out with? Or are you going to throw Monk in there? Maybe. Like, are we finally seeing what this team is supposed to look like? I think we are seeing the beginnings of it. Yeah. Um, I look, I, I didn't think the THT sub when, uh, when Stanley got a couple fouls at the beginning there and THT was the first sub for him. I, I disagreed with that because I don't think THT fits with the starters. He's not a shooter. And what he does best is work off the bounce, get to the basket but that I don't, I think that is minimized with LeBron and, and uh, Russ on the floor. So I didn't love that, but I think what is meaningful and what we did see is when it mattered, you know, before the game got out of hand and, and, and Brooklyn waved the white flag, it looked like Vogel had decided on his nine guys that mm-hmm. he was going to play. It was the starters. Um, it was mellow. It was Reeves it was THT and it was monk. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when the game was kind of in the balance or mattered, those were the nine guys he went to. And so I I think that like big picture in a macro sense, I think that does matter. And I think that is the start of probably what we're going to go, what we're going to see going forward. And it, 
you know, we heard that AD and coming back was going to play five and LeBron was going to play four, which is what we saw tonight. Or, you know, if you want to say Stanley Johnson was the four, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't see Dwight. We didn't see Ariza. As you mentioned, we haven't seen DJ in, you know, however long we haven't right, seen DJ. A- <laughs> so, but, th- but this is, is that sustainable going forward? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, maybe you want to get, t- maybe you want a 10th guy, but in the playoffs, you're going to need to whittle right. that down. And you're I think we, we are seeing the beginning of the guys that now Frank, who I think rightfully feels like his job is pretty secure. The guys that we are going to see going forward and the guys that we're going to see in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be certain matchups where I don't know if it'll work to go that way. I mean, they got out rebounded today by 21. You know, yeah, they got doubled up on the boards. Right. Yeah. They got to, it, was, it was, yeah. but somehow in points in the paint, they only got outscored by six. And I think because today, because of the smaller lineup, uh, they were able to run. You know, like, yeah, that's that's they, exactly that is exactly what it is. And it's it's that's I think what would be a success. Russ being a half court guy pulling up for jumpers or shooting wide open threes is not really what you want to do. Russ in transition making layups is exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think for the Lakers to be successful, you can maybe live without, with getting out rebounded. If you're pushing the pace, if you're consistently pushing the pace and you don't become the stagnant half court team where you got everybody outside the arc. So I, you know, I said, I'm a junkie. So I wrote down notes for, for the show tonight. And my first note was, was about um, AD guarding Harden and how Harden was cooking everybody else and Stanley Johnson making a poor rotation. But my second note was all in capital letters and exclamation part, points, pace, pace, pace. And it seemed like the Lakers were, were running um, more, even off, even off of makes, were running more than they have recently. And that was kind of the idea going into the year, right? When we thought AD was going to play more at five, and obviously he, he did today. Um, if, if this is going to work AD playing at five and LeBron and Russ and, and figure out whoever you're going to fit around them today, it was, was Bradley and, and Stanley that five needs to run because there's not a lot of shooting. It's going to bog down in the half court. So that five, the, the Lakers starters need to run. And that was something that was, you know, kind of an ethos of the, of the team going into the year. And we hadn't seen it as much recently so I, I think it was interesting and instructive and meaningful that when AD came back, the directive was to run and they were able to implement on the floor, 10 fast break points in the first 10 fast break points in the second. Um, so I, I think you, you nailed it. I think running is very, very important for this Lakers team. That seems small. I don't know if it's actually small because AD is the size of an NBA center these days. And LeBron is the size of an NBA four these days. So I don't think it's actually really small ball, but I think running because there's not a lot of great jump shooting running is really important. Maybe this could be, you know, part of it. I didn't notice it. Maybe you did. I saw Anthony tweeted. He said that AD looked noticeably thinner. Did you notice that? Yes. And And, but like a little behind the curtains here. Yeah. That has been something that has been important to AD. He, he purposefully put on weight um, to, once he said he was going to be a five, he purposely put on weight to try to be a five, like an old school five. five. Yeah. But as I just mentioned, AD is just, he, he's just the size of a five, whether he's a little lighter or a little heavier, he is the size of a five in today's NBA. So 
he did he did look lighter to me um mm-hmm. and i mean i know he's lighter <laughs> he's right well that's lighter. i mean it's i mean it's you know awesome because that that goes with what we're saying you know that goes with him having the ability to run and mm-hmm. and, and run a lot and also i think you know being lighter is probably better for his body <laughs> i mean he's not the most um uh, durable guy and right. I, I i don't know if that's maybe part of why he put on weight i don't know if he thought it, it is was, i, I yeah, will tell I mean, you that it is yeah so i mean it yeah. all kind of makes sense in, in reasoning but at the end of the day it's like how much are you giving up of how you actually play the game you know what made adad right. was not putting on size right what made adad was being anthony davis as, re- as redundant as that sounds yeah and i mean you're right he he I think he put on weight to try to, um, to try to fight those battles, um, you know, as a five, but we, there's plenty of evidence that say big guys are tend to do better with less weight, you know, injury wise, AD is uh, a guy that maybe has the most asked of him physically in NBA history. Um, yes, he's, he's tasked with fighting guys down in the post guys, his size, smaller, bigger. He's also tasked with, because he's capable of it going out on the perimeter, switching out, keeping people in front of him as he did tonight with Harden. He was hard. He was the best defender on Harden. He was the guy that had the best shot at keeping Harden. LeBron was fine too, but uh, AD was, but he, I think he has had the most asked of him from a physical standpoint in NBA history, probably as a defender. So he, I, I, the, like the conceptually it made sense, right. To put on weight and strength to try right. to maintain and try to fight all those guys. But I've said this on Twitter a bunch that there just aren't those guys in the NBA that much anymore. Like yeah. even when, when LeBron was playing center, like how many guys is he really like getting leaned on that? It's going to wear him out. Jokic Embiid, yeah. Gobert, maybe Aiton, but Aiton kind of floats a little bit too. So for AD, I think it makes more sense the approach that is being taken now where, you know, get back to a more comfortable weight. It's less stress on your body, less stress on your joints. And you're not really, even if AD is a full-time five, like how many guys are there that are just going to overpower him and lean on him physically? Not right. many. Right. Not many. And I don't know if this is a terrible example, but I don't know how familiar you are with like UFC, but yeah, yeah. I remember when Brock Lesnar came into the UFC he weighed yeah, with that dagger tattoo on yeah. his chest. And he weighed yeah. 265 pounds. He weighed the max for a heavyweight. I think he would even have to lose like five pounds to weigh in yeah. at that. And when he came in and took the UFC by storm at that weight, every fighter did their best to get to 265, thinking that I have to be his size. Frank Mir bulked up like yeah, crazy yeah. to get to that size. And everybody kept losing. Frank Mir was also eating a lot of like barbecue. Right. <laughs> everybody was never thought, in great shape. Everybody thought that was the way to go to beat Brock Lesnar. And then here comes Cain Velasquez at 225 pounds right. and just does his thing. Right. Because that's what he does. And I think like, hopefully I think AD just gets back to which obviously you and Anthony noticed. And I think that's a good thing, you know, just get back to what made you successful in the first place. And as long as, and I know this is the biggest, like, if, what if, if he can stay healthy, the Lakers will just be a better team. That's like the most oh, obvious breaking thing. news. All right. Like the most obvious thing of all time. Right. Because I feel like I have to say these things because they just hasn't, that hasn't been the case this year, right. dude, you know? So I think that I know I forget that this team does have real legit, like superstar talent. Yes. And even though that they haven't played that way a lot of the year, it's nice to see it, you know, like uh, it's good to see it. Like, felt, yeah. It was fun today. Wasn't it? Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know if I said it on or off air. It's like, 
how many times we've been able to say that? Like, that was a good performance. It was a fun performance. And it was like, we don't have to break it down and be like, this is this and this is that. Like, what went wrong? It was just like, yeah, that's how they're supposed to play. Yeah, this is, yeah, right. This was kind of like proof of concept. Uh, now, to be fair, uh, Brooklyn didn't have anybody. Right. Other than other than James. So, and he had a triple-double. With yeah, I mean, points. he looked he looked like he looked like Houston James Harden, right? He right. looked like James Harden, who is among the best players in the league, right? Um, when he's not playing with anybody else that can play, and, and that was very apparent tonight. It was like, all right, I'm I'm kind of willing to pass it to Lamarcus. All right, I I trust Patty Mills, but other than that, like yeah, that's uh, about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't want to do this. So, like, let's be honest about it, right? Like. Brooklyn was not Brooklyn tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, there was a lot to like about this performance from the Lakers and it was a lot of fun and there haven't been many of those recently. I think that's kind of what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is regardless of what Brooklyn was, the Lakers didn't look as putrid as they've looked at times. The so Lakers far. look different. Right. Right. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for me tonight. Now, what, what are they going to look like on Friday? Or Thursday, excuse me, whenever they play next against the, no, the Sixers. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Well, you know, they have a back-to-back. I think that's what it is, right? They have a bet. Yes, they have a back-to-back at Philly, at Charlotte. So I think the problem with the Lakers is they've shown these flashes. You know, we've seen it. You know, they had this great game against the Celtics. They had this great game against the Jazz. They and now you can put the great under this Brooklyn game. But it's can they finally put some wins together consistently against good teams? And this is this road trip, it's pretty it's much a tough road teams. trip. Yeah, yeah it's it pretty a much tough road trip. Yeah. So Not for I, Orlando, but yeah, it's a tough right. road trip. Yeah. And so I think that's hopefully they can, you know, I'm not going to do the whole, is this the turning point? Because everyone's tweeted that about five times this year with the team. Is this the turning point? I will just say, I hope that this can be a start to what this team is supposed to be. Uh, that's what it looked like, but... What I would say is, let's see a few. Let's see a little right. bit more. Let's see a few. Let's see this sustained a bit before we start making proclamations. And I say that. L- let me ask you this: Did you read Ramona Shelburne's piece today on ESPN? I did. Uh, and so that kind of leads me to my next point. We hope to see what that they can cont- continue this because, according to her, I think the quote was, "There is no Plan B. Like this has to work with Russell Westbrook." And I'm sure they can. Maybe, obviously, we all know the rumors about THT and. Kendrick Nunn and a first round pick for something, mm-hmm. but are they going to get Jeremy Grant with that? Doesn't sound like it. Are they going to go get miles Turner with that? Doesn't sound like it. So I don't know what kind of major piece you're expecting to come in. Maybe you have some insight. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but is I will, this where I say Hennessy is delicious. I yeah, think it is. I, I, whatever you want to say, man, but I'm saying like, <laughs> you know, that's if, if that's the mindset of the front office that there is no plan B, this is, has to work. And hopefully it works. Hopefully this starts. I mean, in some ways, um, all right, I'm going to be careful here. I'm not okay. getting myself in trouble. But um, I mean, in, in some ways, I think that's kind of, once you once you trade for Russ, that's kind of baked in, right? Like um, THT and Kendrick Nunn, basically the only options to trade. Um, and so you see what that can get you. The cupboard as far as draft capital is is pretty bare from the AD trade. So there isn't much to offer. Um, but what I will promise everybody listening is that no stone is being left unturned. Um, but yeah, I mean, like as far as plan B, like 
it, that is kind of inherent in once you get three max guys, right? Like that's kind of inherent in all of it because the rest of your roster is going to be minimum guys, just kind of by definition. And it's also, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not a basketball historian and I, I don't think the, the super teams go too far back, but how many times has a three max guy really not worked out? You know, it's, you, I mean, yeah, you really think I about mean, it. I, it's, I it seems to always, yeah, it's out. the warriors and that, that was <laughs> Miami successful and it's the heatles, right? Yeah. I mean, other than that, I, I don't think, I don't know if you want to actually I don't think does the Milwaukee, Celtics... Milwaukee, Milwaukee currently has, I think, I don't, I think, I think drew and maybe, uh, and maybe Middleton are just short of like full max guys, but right. that's kind of in the neighborhood and they won the title last year. Yeah. So it's, it's, this is a, this is a, a new experiment for things not to work out when you have three max guys. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I am saying hopefully a lot because I don't know how familiar you are with this show, Alex. I, 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 Aaron, I am the, uh, I am the pessimist of the show. Okay. I, 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 I am naturally that way when it comes okay. to my sports teams. Yep. Uh, I, I find it to like the movie, like that was her name. Uh, Zendaya took it straight from my mouth in Spider-Man, you know, like you, you can't be disappointed if you're not hopeful at all. Like you just, if, if you're expecting bad things to happen, then you're ready for bad things to happen. And uh, that's kind of the way I was approaching this season because there was so much roster turnover in the off season, like for the third straight summer. Uh, again, like, it, like inherent in inherent in having max guys. Yeah. And like, eventually it's going to take some time to work out. It's it, it was almost too smooth when AD came, right? Like it almost like worked out too well. And I mean, it worked out. I mean, and it's totally worth it, by the way. It worked out. It worked out. You know, one ring. Um, you get a ask, banner or you get ask, a banner. You ask get, how many you, teams, especially you get a banner, team. you get a ring. And yeah, ask, ask the team that you share the stadium with it, the arena with it. They wouldn't <laughs> trade it. You know what I mean? The one that has, uh, you know, Taylor Swift's got more, you, you know, I, I'm you know gonna, that's thing. what I was going to say. I'm going to leave them alone. It's okay. They'll be in Inglewood soon and whatever the crypt. Let's will hope. Be. The crypt will be the Lakers all by themselves. Uh, any other takeaways from tonight, man? I mean, obviously we, we got into most of it from tonight's game specifically, but is there anything else that you notice? I mean, Austin Reeves continues to just impress. Yes. You know, um, you know what? I think the thing with Austin, I, I, and I think I said this on Twitter. Um, I think he is one of the Lakers best five players. Um, but I think we need to have some pause about him holding, you know, holding up, um, he is, he is, uh, has not played this much basketball, mm -hmm. right? College is not like this. And he is not one of those physical marvels like LeBron is like even Stanley Johnson is right. Um, so I, I do kind of understand while I do think he is one of the best five guys on the roster. Um, I think we should have some pause about let's just throw him in the starting lineup and let's have him playing 30 minutes every night. He was really good again tonight. And he is a really good basketball player. Um, what I, what I like about him though, is because we keep hearing these guys post game after losses saying like, you know, the effort wasn't there or, you know, we, we got to be a little bit more assertive and energetic. Mm -hmm. Austin never has that issue. You know, so even if no, he's he not, not coming in as a, I, I don't really need Austin to be a starter for 30 minutes, but if he comes in in those for his, whenever he comes in, whether it be 15 to 25, that energy that he brings is exactly what this team needs. It's almost like that. Sometimes it looks like the missing piece to make this thing tick. You are, you're, I mean, you're right. And it's, it's also kind of the reason why, um, 
Stanley Johnson has kind of been such a revelation, right? Because he is, and maybe it's because he's playing for his basketball life, but he is a three, four that has elite athleticism and is also doing the little things. Um, and Austin Reeves also does all of the little things. It's kind of the glue, the stuff that holds teams together. Um, and there has been a dearth of that on this team, whether it's because the guys just won't, whether it's because that's not in their nature, whether it's because there's a collection of guys that have been superstars in their careers. And so that has never been their role. And now perhaps as they are diminished physically and older, that doesn't come to them. That is not how they naturally fit into a game flow, but Reeves and, and Stanley have kind of been a revelation just in guys that do the little things. I think Trevor Ariza was probably also tasked with that role or thought of as somebody who would do that also, but like, let's be fair about it. Let's call a spade a spade. Right. Ariza has looked like. Like the age that he is. You said it. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind saying it, uh, but <laughs> you know, I mean, is he 36 or 37? Like, like the, like not. I believe you know, he was a second round pick in 2004. He and Dwight are the 2004 draft. Okay. LeBron and Melo are 2003. Yeah. Uh, and there's not a lot of guys from either draft class still around. Still playing. Yeah. Oh, they, they, I mean, they might be at the YMCA, but they're, <laughs> but they're not, they're not playing at, in Brooklyn. They ain't yeah. making no money playing. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Hey dude, uh, Aaron Larsoul, thank you so much for filling in, dude. It won't keep you long. Cause it's your day off, I guess, but you I said you're no going to go, off. you said you're going to go get in trouble. So that is generally what I do. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to let you go get in trouble at Aaron right. Larsoul on Twitter. Uh, dude, we should do more podcasts if the Lakers are going to look like that together. Yeah, yeah. So in out. fact, every time every time the Lakers play like this, I think it should be you and I. Maybe yeah. just to, for some luck purposes. Or I got to tell I got to tell Regla to go get more ear infections if this is the way it's going to oh, go. Oh, is that what it was? All right. Yeah, it was like, yo, oh. dude. I thought I didn't know people got sick otherwise, other than the other thing going around. So yeah, I don't know. I'll, I don't know how many Tuesday games there are uh, remaining on the schedule, but yeah. we should probably schedule me and you always in case uh well, victories the next tuesday game is at home versus milwaukee yeah i'm out <laughs> yeah, no, you're, that's not you're gonna, gonna be there for me you're gonna be I, I will be at the game and i will be in no condition to podcast after okay so well, that, let's make sure let's seems, make sure alex let's to make me, sure alex does not have any strange to uh, me absences. that seems like a perfect time to podcast with you and you i and mean that. hey man you know how to find me i will <laughs> i just don't who knows what i'm gonna say <laughs> all right everybody if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast where you can hear aaron when he does his podcast with Anthony and every single day, there's a podcast that's Lakers 24 seven on this podcast network, Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere there is a podcast. We are there silverscreenroll.com for all your Laker news. Aaron, once again, man, really appreciate it. And we'll Anytime, talk to you soon, brother. dude.